0: Good morning and welcome to this week's PMX Live session brought to you today by PMX Site, where we provide property management solutions for growing agencies. My name is Sean Lee Draper and with me today is the delightful Terry Handy, co-founder of PMX Site and property management expert. We are really looking forward to today's conversation, which is, everyone's expectations are different. How do we cater for them all? But firstly, we just want to say thank you for tuning in with us today. We will be reading your comments and questions throughout the conversation, so please feel free to chime in at any time. And if you're joining us via our podcast, hello to you too and we hope that you're having an amazing week. But before we dive in, we like to start each conversation with some gratitude. So we'll start with you, Terry. What are you feeling grateful for today?
1: Well, it might seem really shallow, but I am so grateful that I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow. It grows like grass and I'm over it and I'm booked in tomorrow. I can't wait. Uh, What about you? What are you grateful for, Sean?
0: I am grateful for a husband who is more than happy to take the toddler when I'm like, hey, I just need to have a shower in peace and quiet with some candles on and just like have some nice music playing and have some me time. So I got to have that last night and it was awesome and made all the difference. So just grateful for having a supportive husband and a baby who didn't come knocking on the door like he usually does. Well, so it was good. Yeah. yeah. Good on you, Drapes. Uh, good stuff, droves. Anyway, let's get into today's conversation, which is all around... Um, your sorry everyone's expectations are different your client's expectations are different and how do we actually cater for them all so terry let's talk about consistency when it comes to delivering the client expect sorry the client experience oh my goodness client experience client expectation jesus christ i'm going to struggle today so how important is consistency when it comes to creating an individual experience for each client that we work with
1: well, it's super important. Like it's critical. And I know it sounds like a little bit of an oxymoron, but being consistent is actually how we do things or or is really key to being able to treat our clients as individuals. And and there's actually a few reasons for this. Um the first one is that consistency creates confidence, not only for our clients, but also for our team. And and confidence helps create trust. And when someone trusts us, our relationship is is stronger, which means they feel like they're not just a number to you. The second reason consistency is important is because it comes from following a process every time, which means we're more likely to be able to to look ahead because we know what's coming up and we're able to anticipate our clients' needs and and predict how someone's going to react in in a situation because we're being proactive and, and we're not reacting to that particular situation. And the third reason um, consistency is so important is that it's a key piece in delivering good service. And you hear me say that all the time, without good service, we cannot create an amazing client experience. And when we do create an amazing experience, our clients feel recognised, they feel special, and and that's actually what we're looking for here. So, look, of course, you can be consistently poor at something, you can be consistently reactive, consistently bad-tempered, consistently running late, but I'm pretty sure everyone understands that that's not the type of consistency I'm I'm talking about today. And guys, there are so many areas we need to pay attention to with this consistency piece. I want you to have a really good think about the consistency you and your team are providing around even the smallest of things, like, like the tone you're using in your communication. It's so important. Say um, Mary, and we always pick on poor Mary, we don't know her, but she's our example. But let's say Mary's away and somebody else sits in her chair. Is that person going to respond to a query from a client in the same way that Mary does? Or is the client going to think, oh goodness, what's up Jane's nose today? And what about the information you're storing in your system? Are you consistent with what is recorded and where this is stored so that Jane, when she is covering for Mary, can easily understand where things are at and has access to the information that she needs to create an amazing experience for that client rather than accidentally creating an enormous drama because Jane didn't understand the background of the client or the the history that had gone on. So it becomes a very easy conversation for Jane to have with Mary's clients when she has all the information at her fingertips. So this consistency piece is super incredible because the conversation could actually go along the lines of, Hi Bill, it's Jane from PM Excite Realty calling. Mary's currently enjoying a holiday in far north Queensland, the lucky thing, and I'm looking after you and your property while she's away. Your tenant has just called and it looks like the hot water system has finally given up the ghost. I can see you've had some issues with it over the past 18 months or so and I believe your brother John is a plumber. Um, and he's actually been nursing it along. Um, would you like me to give him a call and see if he has time to pop around today and have a look at the problem? Also, because hot water is one of those things that is an urgent repair under the legislation, particularly at this time of year, it's freezing cold, everyone wants hot water. If John can't make it out there today, are you happy for me to organise for one of our guys to get this sorted for you? So that that's just a simple script. Jane is Easily able to handle the conversation with the client because not only did she follow the process the agency has, so check for maintenance notes before calling the owner, but Mary, her colleague, was also consistent in following the process by adding in this important note about the client's brother in the system. So now, if Jane had called and said, Hi, William, not Bill because Mary hadn't updated his preferred name in the software. Your tenant has called and the hot water system has burst. I've organised our plumber to get out there this morning because this is an emergency and you could be fined if we don't get it fixed. Now, there is no way that Bill would have had the same experience um, as he did in that first conversation. He's actually going to be really peeved because even though he knows this is an emergency and the hot water system has to be repaired, he'll be thinking like, well, how come they didn't even try to call John? And I've also told him to call me Bill so, you know, of course it's bloody okay to get it replaced. We spoke about it last time it was repaired. Don't they ever write anything down? Mm. And it, yeah, so you can see it, can't you, Sean? Yeah. In this scenario, even though we've solved the problem quickly, Bill is left feeling like his agency doesn't care about him. And, and as property managers, yes, we should have a process for how we handle emergency repairs, and it should definitely be followed. But if we aren't consistent with the steps in our process processes before we get to this situation we're definitely not going to be making that client feel special and we're we're not going to um help with those feelings of trust like i cannot stress how important consistency is
0: okay okay Love that. Very good explanation there. And some very good examples there, Terry. Thanks for that. So um, you've always got examples. I love it. So it's also really, I guess, in our industry, not uncommon for our clients' expectations of us to change throughout the relationship. And I guess this is because we are in a service industry. And so with that, we are also competing with other services in other industries who are, you know, wowing their clients often. So if this is happening for let's just say, you know, even 50% of the clients that we have on board each year, and those 50% of clients their expectations are changing. How are we supposed to get ahead of this, and how are we supposed to, I guess, prepare for this if the goalposts are going to shift? Um, you know, in a year.
1: Yeah, I, I love this question. Um, yeah, as you as you will see, like it, it is really important to understand that everyone's expectations are going to change. Like this is a given, just like you said. You know, what you were doing two years ago, twelve months ago, even six months ago may not cut it anymore with our clients and like Sean said remember their minimum expectation is based on their last customer experience and that may not necessarily have been with you so we've talked about this plenty of times before and and once you understand that this is the case like things are going to change you need to put measures in place so that you can recognize when you do need to make a change to improve the client experience and there's a couple of things i want to highlight here the clearer you are with your process the easier it's going to be to identify where you can make positive changes. And the other thing is you need to be actively working to create a culture of continuous improvement with your team, like encouraging them to recognise opportunities, to level up, basically, um, so that you're creating these wonderful experiences for your clients consistently and having an environment where even the least experienced person in the team feels comfortable with making suggestions. That's actually what you're looking for. And and sometimes because they are quite naive, a, a new person to the industry will actually come in with a different perspective and their ideas are gold. So last week we spoke about asking for feedback and this is one way to gauge what our clients' expectations are and by paying attention to what they tell us, we'll be able to ensure we're across any changes we need to make, okay? It was, um, I think it was episode 14 on the podcast. If you want to go back and and listen, um, definitely worthwhile checking out. And another way to help get ahead of the game is to pay, pay close attention to trends that are occurring in other service industries like what's happening with technology what other agents are doing that clients are raving about and if you have a great experience yourself think about how you could replicate that for your own clients in a property management space so uh, get curious read books listen to podcasts like I've been using Trello um, for in property management for, I reckon it'd be about five years now. And and why I started using it was because I was looking for a solution to remove paper checklists and communicate seamlessly with a VA overseas. I didn't want to use email. I didn't want to be, um, you know, having these big long-winded things. I think I looked at a few different ones, like Basecamp, that kind of thing. And I love lean methodology, and Trello is actually based on Kanban, which is a lean tool, and that's how I got there. I introduced lean methodology, um, which if you think about it, it's actually most often associated with Toyota and manufacturing industries. I introduced that into my agency 10 years ago based on a conversation my accountant had with me. It was like an offhand comment about how another one of his clients um, had introduced it and the, the things that had happened to them and, and how they, they changed their whole operation and they made fertiliser. So I took that that, what the fertiliser company did, well, not what they did exactly, but I was able to take some of that thinking and introduce it into my business and it was amazing. So guys, I want you to take your blinkers off, think outside the square a little and me, I'm always looking for the next tool, the next thing that is going to take my clients to the next level. And and you should be the same. It's basically what we're about at PMX, Isn't it, Sean? We're always thinking about what can we do next. What can we do better? Absolutely. The great thing is you don't need to attend um, Harvard Business School to do this, right? Like that—that's actually a life goal of mine. I want to go there, but. It, it, you don't have to have a master's degree. This is this is easy stuff, guys. And and when we have clear processes and are consistent in our approach around how we do things, it actually becomes very easy to identify when something is no longer applicable or no longer of value to our clients. It also becomes very easy to recognize the points in our processes where we can add in an extra touch point or refine a step. And I suggest you review your processes on a regular basis but also be set up so that you can pivot there's that word that everyone uses this year or last year and and also make adjustments on the fly so like you want to be able to to change things quickly and seamlessly so get comfortable with change that's my um my recommendation and and at PM Excite We call these little improvements and adjustments tweaks. We're we're always encouraging you to tweak, which sounds a little weird. It's not scary, I can promise you. And it will basically make you happy because you can make these changes on the run, okay?
0: Mm, Absolutely. Love that. Thank you, Terry. And also, um, at PME site, I guess we love technology. So, we use it a lot in our business and we use it to assist us with delivering, you know, a really amazing client experience for our members. And so, this is stuff that happens in the back end end, that our members obviously wouldn't even know that we're doing it. And there's bits and pieces out that that we definitely automate. Um, And whilst we want to be really high touch, I think it is really important to use technology to... um, just I guess fill in the gaps when it comes to delivering um, a five-star experience so how do you think that we can use technology in property management to fill in those gaps um, and to make sure that each client is getting a really good high quality um, client experience
1: each and every time yeah so in my view technology should be a property manager's best friend Um, actually I'm going to rephrase that because technology can be a property manager's best friend Mm -hmm. I'm moving away from saying should to can and will. Um, That's one of the things that I'm doing for myself. And it's actually really quite powerful when you do this. Like I should stop eating so much chocolate. I can and will stop eating so much chocolate. Will you though? Will you really, Terry? (laughs) Try that if you like, Sean. Um, You know, see how I I did that? I said you can try, not you should try. Thanks anyway. (laughs) Technology is a tool. Like in just like any tool, we need to utilise it properly. It, it's never going to replace that connection that we have with our clients, but it can certainly enhance it. And technology is not just about making us more efficient and, and making our lives easier as property managers. Um, it can also improve the client experience and, and it helps us to meet the individual needs and expectations of our clients. But I'm just going to say it. I actually find most of the expectations of our clients are actually not that unreasonable. And if they are a little needy or demanding, there's quite often a very good reason for it, okay? So we, we don't get these out-of-the-box requests all the time. It, most of the differences between our individual clients' expectations are generally around communication and the level of transparency around what we do. So do you agree with that, Sean? Mm, 100%. All about communication. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not like they actually want us to veer too far away from our core service offerings so um and and when we are talking about improving communication and transparency, technology is definitely our best friend, okay? so there's so much out there that we like we're not utilizing properly because we're not curious about what it can do. um so you know our tech can definitely make the experience better for our owners and tenants and my pet hate is that our trust accounting software is reactive around communication and it doesn't allow us to to schedule anything ahead of time so we have triggers but not the ability to automate communication to occur at a particular time in the future okay but you know what like i've I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's discovered this, but most agencies actually have access to a CRM, you know, that big old database that the salespeople use. And and guess what? CRMs have the ability to shed your communication ahead of time. And they make things pretty too. So agencies are already paying for their CRMs. So why not start using them in the property management department? Here's a thought. You could schedule a series of emails to your new owners as part of your onboarding process, okay? Mm. You could um, have an SMS scheduled to occur to remind them when they will receive their first disbursement from you. Um, that, That could very easily form part of your approved tenant process. Actually, you could create a series of emails for the different types of new owners you bring on board. So you can break it down even further. People moving out of their home, but will come back at some stage. Um, Multi-owners, first-time investors, owners bringing their properties across from another agency. Like you could actually create some really good stuff that is very relevant to the type, the different types of investors that come on board with us and um, they're, they're going to feel a lot of love. And your CRM will help you with that, okay? Um, your, you could set it so it comes out at a certain time, not a task that makes you then have to remember to do, um, to press the button to send that template. And the other thing is don't forget the power of an SMS delivered at the right time. Um, I love a simple SMS. A team I work with sends um this, this particular one to um, their owners to let them know when their new tenant has collected the keys. It's lighthearted, it's warm and friendly, but it means that the owner isn't left wondering whether everything went to plan. Um, this isn't scheduled, this isn't in the CRM, but it is part of their checklist so that it happens consistently and the re- receptionist is responsible for it because she's the one that generally hands over the keys. So technology makes this kind of thing really easy to do. And like there's all kinds of touch points you can create with technology that will help your clients feel very loved and like they are receiving personal attention. And for the transparency piece of the puzzle, I mentioned that earlier. Most property managers already have this technology at their fingertips. It, it's client portals. It's that simple. Let me say it again: client portals create transparency. And I like it, oh. Uh, how many agencies still don't open up their portals for their clients, let alone actively encourage them to use this space? And I know I'm being dramatic when I say this, but it just kills me when I see this. I like, I feel like Denzel in Remember the Titans, one of my family's all-time favorite movies, and he's gone there, he's going, you're killing me, Petey. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel. So as you can tell, Sean, I firmly believe there is a place for technology in meeting our individual client needs. And I'm now carefully stepping down from my soapbox.
0: <laughs> I love when you're in your soapbox. Um, and you're not going to like this, Terry, but um, I, with you just said that last part, I was like, oh, I actually received an email two days ago had a a water bill to pay I'm a tenant and I received an email and it said click here to go to your portal and you know pay your bill and I also had underneath that a pdf but I didn't see the pdf I went oh cool I've got a portal and I've been renting with this this agency for 18 months and I love them dearly but I clicked on the button and I am not signed up to that I don't have an access I don't have a login I know I can hear you kind of going oh my god um Yeah, but I didn't. And I was like, oh, they must have just missed that step in the process. Now, for me, yesterday I went, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to sign up for the, the portal and the property meeting. Um, and so I just went and, and got the invoice and hit my bank account, obviously, and paid the invoice that way. But I thought, oh, they unfortunately... It's all set up, ready to go, but they just missed that part in letting me know, hey, Shunley, here's how you um, get on the portal. And for me, that client experience, because I like to be very organised, um, that would be a really, really good client experience for me. So, yeah, I even experienced this just being a tenant. Um, so when you, when you said that, I thought, yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from there.
1: Well, the other thing too is that you may or may not have received an email right back in the beginning when you first yeah. moved in to invite you to the tenant portal to sign up now we send it at the time when there's so much other stuff going on we're moving like people don't go back and I, I, I'm guilty of it too I don't go back and read my emails sometimes I have to at the end of the week because in case I have missed something but it, it's Actually, um, we need to remind people that it's there. We need to help them understand why it's going to make their life easier. Like you could go onto your portal and um, I'm not sure which system your agent is using, but the chances are you'll be able to see where your rent is paid up to, when your next routine inspection is. Like pretty basic stuff, but kind of the information that we want to have access to really quickly. And, um. So many people are fearful of opening. I I spoke to someone the other day um, who's changing software and I said, oh, great, you're going to have client portals. And she was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to wait until we get all of our information lined up and, you know, make sure that we've got the dockets. And I said, so let's have a look at what they can see. And I showed them somebody else's owner access, you know, from the owner's point of view. And she's like, oh, yeah. I said, come on, let's go. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to, don't let perfect get in the way of um, moving forward so um, yeah and I was back up on the soapbox again
0: (laughs) no um, that was amazing thank you very much and thank you for some incredible insight there um, around I guess yeah our clients Expectations and them being really different and how we actually cater for them all um, and improving that client experience. So that's what we're all about um, this season at PM Excite. So if you are interested in hearing more about what we do at PM Excite, we would love to invite you to head over to pmexcite.com and check out the PM Club where you will have access to over 90 templates along with our courses, resources, monthly training sessions and guest experts. Um, and just to give you a little insight, I guess, into that membership, the investment is only $99 a month for your entire agency to access the membership and you can cancel it at any time if it no longer feels, um, if sorry, if you no longer feel that what we're delivering aligns with you and your agency. And we also have a free bundle option, which I think is amazing. This basically means you can, you know, taste, test PMX site and access some of our courses and templates for 14 days. So if you are someone that is sitting on the fence, it could be a really great option for you to just get a feel for what's involved in our PM Club membership. But that is all for now. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this conversation. We look forward to bringing you another one next week. But until then, stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.